I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez with you on a Monday Talking some college football. We're going to talk a lot of college football coming up 20 minutes from now. Mark James, college football betting analyst, is going to join us on the show. And then we'll do a little baseball with Bob Nightingale at around 11.20 Eastern. But right now, J-Rod, we got to to carve some time out here. Our first thoughts on the biggest games this weekend. Let's start with the one Jake Hassan's going to be at college. Game day is going to be there. Notre Dame, Ohio State, number dancing around 17 points. Notre Dame getting 17 in Columbus this weekend. Over under on the game, 58 and a half. All right, maybe before we give our thoughts on this game, let's give our thoughts on these teams because high profile teams, a lot of people are betting their seasons. Jared, I love this Ohio State team. I, I think they could win the national title. They're that good. I mean, you think about that talent they have coming back with CJ Stroud at quarterback, Henderson at running back, maybe two more first round wide receivers after a year after having two first round wide receivers. This is as loaded of an offense. We've seen in college football, you know, outside of Alabama in a long time. I, I think they're going to score, you know, 40-plus a game this year. They are completely loaded heading into the season. I think it's it's interesting because it almost seems like it's a foregone conclusion that it's Alabama and Ohio State, a one-two yep. kind of combination in, in the playoff. You know, the, the, what's interesting to me, and I'll give credit, to, to the Buckeyes is this is the first time that they've scheduled a ranked opponent in their opener in 19 years. So not only are they putting themselves right, you know, between the right between the crosshairs there, they want to show everybody from the jump that they're ready and that they're for real and they're going to play. Now the game's in Columbus. You know, I, I think it's, it's an interesting dynamic, you know, 17 points. That's a lot of points. This isn't the same Notre Dame team. You know, I think there's a lot of Notre Dame love even more than usual, especially with this man tied tail documentary going around. So I feel like almost there's some money coming in on Notre Dame because of that. It's kind of weird, but I feel like there's, there's some a little extra Notre Dame love that's out there um, in this season with a new coach and, you know, and, and new way, a new new quarterback. I, I again, I don't know how how Ohio State doesn't go in there and blow the doors off of Notre Dame. You know, it's not the same team. I think they they win, they win handily, and uh, it's it's Buckeye. It's a start of a great run for the Buckeyes. It's interesting you mentioned that they don't usually play these these good teams the week one, right? That at a con- they've never played a top five team to start a season ever out of the conference. Like this is and, and but I now. I think Notre Dame's not really a top five team. They're just kind of ranked there, but whatever, right? Right now, right. they're a top five team. Um, but you look at Ohio State, what they bring back, if they stay healthy, 
I don't see how they. I don't see where the loss is. I mean, th- that Michigan will be tricky because it's Michigan. But you look at their schedule; they could roll this season. This feels like a special year. I like the coach Ryan Day, and if there's one worry I have, they typically I think they're three and six last nine home openers at a conference. Like they get elevated in the market, right? There's a high number because it's it's inflated. They haven't covered often in these games, but. I do like them this week. I, I, I'm not afraid to lay the number. I mean, now, if it keeps climbing, I might want to stay away. If we get to 18, 19, maybe I pull back a little bit. But 17 and a half. And you mentioned, let's talk Notre Dame here. This is Marcus Freeman's first rodeo. Now, he he took over at the end last year because Brian Kelly up and went to LSU. But it's a whole different world. You're preparing for a season. You're the lead guy. And he's an Ohio State guy. He's an Ohio State right. guy. What do, you th- what do you think of him? What do you think of what Notre Dame did? It's, it's kind of interesting because I thought if Brian Kelly ever left, they would have a search, right? They would search for the next great coach. They just stayed in-house. They they kept Marcus Freeman, who it seemed like the players loved and they wanted him to be the coach of this team. Yeah, you almost wonder if 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 and, and I don't and I don't want to poo-poo it because I'm just trying to think of the business of it. I wonder if Notre Dame feels like Marcus Freeman is the guy, or they're just like this, we're in a transition phase. And let's yeah. let's let's see who we are, what kind, and maybe we found a gem in Marcus Freeman. I hope he is. I hope he, you know, for the for the university and the fan base, I hope he is. But instead of going out there and spending and doing all the search for, maybe we we know we're not that good, or we or we know we're not a, a playoff team. Maybe we wait and see where we are in terms of the players and what's coming down the road, and then we get a coach. That almost feels like what they've done here. So this is a great opportunity for Freeman. And, again, he's a he's a Columbus guy. He's an Ohio State guy coming in there with a new quarterback. Uh, I think there's a – I almost feel like there isn't the pressure that there usually is with Notre Dame. It sounds weird. Maybe I'm wrong, but I almost feel like there isn't that pressure because I think people are just sort of seeing, well, let's see what happens. Before we before we, we 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 rush and say, hey, this team has to win a national championship. Where Brian Kelly, it had to be a playoff. It had to be contending to a national championship. I don't think that, I don't feel like there's that 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 buzz around Notre Dame this year. I agree. It, even though they're ranked high to start the season, I haven't talked to one person who thinks they're supposed to be there or they will be there in the end. And it is funny. We talked earlier about how the defensive coordinator from Georgia is now coaching. Oregon, and they're going to face off. How about this storyline? Like you mentioned, Marcus Freeman's an Ohio State guy. Graduate assistant, player, linebacker. He is Ohio State, and now he's become mm-hmm. Notre Dame. So you get that. That'll be a fun storyline. I'm sure they'll hit on on college game day. We both are on Ohio do you, State. Do you, Joji, do you find – do you would you roll on overs across the board with Ohio State this year? Yes, because their offense is so dynamic. I just feel like right? they're going to score so many points, and they can score lightning quick. I think back to the Rose Bowl. I mean, you got Har- Marvin Harrison's kid. I mean, you've got so many weapons for Stroud that I, I just don't know. You know, maybe there would be a game or two, like a Michigan game in the cold late in the season. I don't know how many defenses can hold them to under 40 points. It's right. like they score at will. I'm already looking forward, J-Rod, to an Alabama-Ohio State title game. I'm, in my mind's already there. What's the total on that game going to be? 61? 68. Let's, let's set it right now. 68 and a half. Six, I'm in. Uh, I, I can't wait for it. Um, but I, I do like Ohio State on Saturday. All right. The other game Saturday, and this one is way more difficult to handicap, but really a big one in terms of big picture. Utah at Florida. Utah, two and a half point favorites. Uh, minus 140 on the money line. Florida, plus 115. 
this is a fun game because both these teams have different levels of attention, right? I think, and a lot of people think, Jared, Utah could be in the playoff this year. If they win the Pac-12, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, who's that four team going to be? It could be them. They're a really good program. The coach is really good, been there a long time, done a great job. But then there's some buzz in Florida. That young quarterback, Anthony Richardson, his talent level's off the charts. I don't know if he's going to figure it out and put it all together, but you watch some highlights of him. Like, you can see a guy. I remember when Cam Newton burst on the scene. Vince Young burst on the scene. He's got those attributes. He's big, and he can run. I love this game. I would not be surprised if we have a very close game in the fourth quarter on Saturday night. Yeah, and and the only wart that I see on Utah is this. Utah, when you look back at that magical season last year where they got to the Rose Bowl, how many games did they win on the road outside of Salt Lake City? They didn't. All three of their losses were on the road, and they lost their bowl game. So you get them out of Salt Lake City, they're a pretty pedestrian team, and now they're going into the swamp in Gainesville. I like Utah to win this game, I think, but they're going to have to – this will be sort of their hump to say, hey – we are gotten over this hump. We we can we can our, our our talent, our team travels, and the way we play in Salt Lake City will be shown. And to go into the swamp and beat Florida, I don't care who it is, where Florida is, you know, I think it will be a monumental win for that program. And for Florida, hey, it's a new coach. It's Anthony Richardson. They're trying to find themselves. I think it's going to be a great game. Two and a half points. It's going to be close, but I think I think Utah can kick a field goal to win the game. I like I like the Utes laying the two and a half. So how about the how about the part of what you're saying about the road thing? You get kind of the opposite. So they play Salt Lake City, mountains, right? The elevation. They they have a home field advantage there in where they play. They're going to the opposite now. They're going to the swamp. I'm sure right. it's going to be hot and humid. Florida's used to it. Like, here's why I I feel like Utah's probably the right side. Veteran quarterback Cam Rising's been playing for a while. Good coach. They'll have they'll be ready, but. Something about Florida I'm very intrigued about this year, J-Rod. And, and Ant, what's your perspective on Anthony Richardson? I, I put a flyer in on 66-1 to for him to win the Heisman. I think he's got that kind of talent. I mean, I saw a mock draft NFL for next year, top 10 pick. Like, people out there think he's going to pop this year. If he pops, they can win this game. If he has a big game, he runs for 100 yards, Florida can upset Utah. They, they would not, it wouldn't yeah. shock me at all if Florida wins this game. And that start to that to that huge number to win the Heisman for you, that prop starts with a win over Utah. So I can see mm-hmm. them, you know, that that this is all the lights are on him. I just think the experience that Utah brings, the the this is a veteran team that goes in there, and I think they'll be able to confuse Florida. I think the fact that it's a home game, the crowd will be riled up. I think that could be a detriment to some degree to uh, the Gators. I think. If Utah can take that first punch, because flow him out, punch him in the mouth, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Utah got down in that game to start the game. So I, I would almost love to see what the first quarter Florida uh, money line would look like. But I think overall, I think the cream, to quote the macho man, the cream will rise to the top as, as well as the humidity. And I, I'll take Utah at the end to, to be the team standing. Now, I'll throw this in there. Now, most of these are not against great teams. But Florida has won, I believe, let me check the number here. Florida has won. 32 straight home openers, 32 straight. Florida mm-hmm. hasn't lost mm-hmm. a home opener in, in the, since the 80s or the early 90s. Like this is forever where they win at home. I, um, I lean Utah, but I, 
I would not be surprised if Florida goes to, if Florida wins this game. Like this just feels to me like Utah's up 26-23 fourth quarter. Now do they hold it? Does Florida score? Can Richardson lead a drive? That's going to be the game. And I'll tell you, it's crazy that we're talking about this week one, but for a school like Utah, even in a big conference like the Pac-12, think how much the Pac-12 has riding on this game, especially with USC and UCLA leaving. If Utah can go in there and get the bugaboo of not being able to win on the road, a big win against an SEC team on the road, I think it does wonders for the conference, does wonders for them come playoff if they can get to that point. They lose that game. They lose this game on Saturday. It's all over for Utah. The season is pretty much over in terms of a national perspective. Well, yeah, like so they could still rally and win the Pac-12, but they'll they'll be off sure. the radar when it comes to national title. Like they will be off the radar, and we won't talk about them maybe until November, and they'd have to yeah, run the table exactly. basically from here on out. Yeah, it's real. It's a really big game for both teams because if Florida wins, all of a sudden they're in the top twenty-five. We're talking about them as a power again. You know, Richardson Heisman Trophy campaign starts. It's it's a huge game. Seven o'clock Saturday, Utah. A two-and-a-half-point favorite. Let's talk some college football next. Our guy Mark James is going to join the show. His perspective on Notre Dame, the Florida-Utah game. Can't wait to get the thoughts. And we got to talk Scott Frost. Mark James joins us next right here on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 